You'll Peter? never believe who's sponsoring this episode. <laughs> I know. Let's say it together. One, two, three. King, King Spa. Spa. This episode is brought to you by King Spa, our favorite, favorite Korean spa. Oh, my gosh. If you're in Chicago, go check them out in Niles. Just a beautiful space to self-care. Re- recover. Recover. You and I became friends there. Yes, we did. Yes. <laughs> and also, did you know they have a location in Dallas with Do a water they? park? Oh, my God. A water park. Like, oh, my God. King Spa. I want to go. I want to go to Dallas. Please take us to Dallas. And they have another location opening. <gasps> a new one in? Northern Virginia. That's right. That's so right. if you're in Northern Virginia and you're Korean, or if you like, like Korean spas. And if you just love life. Yeah. Get excited because King Spa is coming to your town. All right. Thank you, King Spa, for the sponsorship. And thank now. You, King Spa Daddy. Yes. <laughs> on with the episode. Oh, my God. We're in the same studio. Welcome to L.A. Yeah, I know. I'm so excited. It is really nice. Yeah. You missed all the rains. Yeah, I know. It's... It was raining for like two weeks straight. Oh, my God. Yeah, and it was cold, and it felt like um, like uh, Midwest fall Okay, for a while. I love that. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, in L.A., people freak out. Right, because you know weak. there's like you're flooding. Because yeah. <laughs> you, you're weak and you have all have gluten sensitivities. Yes, <laughs> you know, you're all like literal liberal snowflakes. I yeah, get it. You're very sensitive. We're gentle. Yeah, yeah. How are you finding LA? It's been what a day. It's been a day, a full day, a full day. And you got a lot done. Yeah, yeah. I've done a lot of stuff, and we're doing a lot of stuff today. Yeah, I know. Today is the live show podcast. Yes. You guys. So this is going out like immediately in like an hour. So if you're listening to this and you're in LA. Please come. Come. What the fuck are you doing? What the hell are you doing anyway? <laughs> you're listening to this podcast. We know you don't have friends. Yeah. <laughs> come make some friends. Yeah. Come make some Korean friends. Yeah, for real. There's okay. gonna be a lot of Koreans there. Like a cool lot. Koreans. Yes. Yeah. I'm really excited. Me too. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I was like this morning, I was like really excited. Really? I got like a thrill. Oh my god. Like a thrill. Oh, a thrill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a thrill. Like yes. I was like, I got a like um little Bolt, bolt, yeah. voltage to my body. And last night, um, Unji and I uh, went to a mic to tr- test out some material, getting yeah. ready for the show. Uh-huh. And also we saw our opener, Sam O. Yeah. How cute was that? He was... Um, Prepping for the show. And he had went to two different mics before that. Trying to prep for the that show. That was his third mic. I know. See, this is what I love about fucking Koreans. Yeah. You know? Excellent work. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the effort is there. The effort. Yes. Even if he, of course, yeah. he's not going to bomb. Yeah. He's so good. Yeah. But like, let's say if in a crazy world, he yeah. bombs. Just seeing the effort, the work. I'm like, okay. That's it. I respect that. Me too. That's it. Yeah. Well, anyway, you can see Sam O opening for us. <laughs> and you'll also see Phil Yu, a.k.a. Angry, Angry Asian, Asian Man. Man. He's our interview. He's our kick-ass Korean. He's our kick-ass Korean very today. very exciting. Yeah. I mean, I've never, I only follow him on the Soch. He's he's really great. Yeah. He's very like gentle and nice and not angry at all, which is so odd. Gentle? He is. He, <laughs> I know. He's very like um soft dad. <laughs> you and I both grew up with a hard dad. Hard dads. Yeah. <laughs> so when we imagine a soft dad, it's like what oh, is that you, even? Did you ever go to your did any of your Korean friends have soft dads? Not one. I my Amy Lim had a soft dad. Mr. Lim was soft. Very soft. Okay. He was always coming in from working on the roof. <laughs> what? Was like, he a roofer or that no? Shows, he was just like was always working thing. on the house. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, she had a soft dad, but she had a very hard, hard mom. Hard mom. <laughs> like you a, don't usually don't have two hearts. No. Yeah. 
I mean, I did. But <laughs> you had two hearts. Your mom and dad were both hard. But yeah, pretty hard. Weren't oh, yours wow. pretty hard? My my mom. Yeah, actually, they were both yeah. hard. Oh no! How about this? My mom was sharp. My dad was hard. Yes, that's what it is. <laughs> my mom was blunt, and my dad was aggressive. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So like, so and then sometimes you know it's a like a with any edge or any knife. There's another side with my mom, but right. like, you know, <laughs> it's rarely used. Yeah. <laughs> So tell me, you've been traveling a little bit. You went to New York recently. Yes. Yeah. How was that? It was good. Yeah. I, you know, tra- with travel, it's been... People in New York are stressed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a high-intensity city. Yeah, I like it, though. I mean, that's more I of my vibe. It. I me love too. that vibe. Like, yeah. as we were going, as you go over, like, the the bridge into mm-hmm. the... I mean, it's just, like, exciting for yeah. me. Yeah. And, like, There's the vibe, a heartbeat to the city, yes. and you're like, oh, yes, it's arrhythmic. <laughs> it's true. And it's like, and it is, people are living in an organism mm-hmm. that has a mind of its own. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, at least with New York versus L.A., <laughs> I mean, I was talking about this to you. It's like the homeless are very chill here. Very chill. <laughs> I've never been asked for money yeah. or anything. We were at 7-Eleven yesterday when you saw a homeless guy. And he was wanted a very specific type of coffee cake. Yeah. And like the guy at the 7-Eleven was going to give it to him. Like mm-hmm. It was like they made eye contact and like had an agreement. Yeah. It's like this is his 7-Eleven. Yeah. And the guy went to look for it and he came back he's like it's not there and the guy was like well how about this and handed him like the donut chocolate donut holes and the homeless guy was like no I don't want that (laughs) (laughs) that's not what I want I want the coffee cake that I want yeah it's just like that is crazy to me yeah they're entitled here but it's like also they're just living they're just life life without homes yeah that's it. It's not like a begging situation. No. Yeah. It's not like they have a sign and then they have like a, a dog with, and then there's a cat on top of the dog and a mouse on top of the cat. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the cat's wearing a mouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. So it's what else tough. did you do in New York? You went to a show, right? I went to a show. To Steve Colbert's show? I went to Steve Colbert. How was that? Was that so cool? Dude, you know what I will say? What? I have never seen that sort of situation, like the where, taping. Yeah, a taping oh. of like a late night thing, or like where a person or a host is like, he's good. Like watching someone operate, like watching someone do it live, and then watching how that translates on screen, like that, like mm. that energy that he's bringing. Yeah. And I will say this: he does have a second city polish. Yeah, he does. Like it's Definitely. like a very fucking like presentational, Theatrical. like yeah, like it's very cool mm-hmm. to see it work on this level. Yeah, people love it. It's old school. Yes. Yeah, it's perfect for the Ed Sullivan Theater. Yes. Yes. I mean, it's beautiful. It feels like, and it's a very intimate space because it's like curvy, mm. so we're on top of each other. But like, dude, like this is a room full of people. He sat down and like coughed, and everyone stopped talking. Oh really? Yeah, wow. that was. It's like that. Like he commands. <gasps> wow, the room. Yeah, the entire stage. That's like that's like Ooh, fucking. That's what I want. Karizama. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, that's like <laughs> fucking star power. Power. It factor. Yeah. Ooh. It was like that was cool to see. I mm. mean, the rest of it is whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah. Start. Stop. Start. Stop. Yeah. yeah. It, and and but we actually saw a lot of him because it was a double taping, so there were no oh. guests. There was only ScarJo was there. Oh God. Very interesting. Is she? The energy. That's the thing. She did not like something he said. What was it? It was like a question about. Oh, should we save this for the Patreon? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, this is the actual episode, Peter. Oh, whoa, whoa, right, yeah, right, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's okay. The so tea. this is the tea. Yeah. So yeah, if you want to listen to it. 
Yeah, go to our Subscribe. Patreon. By the way, we have Patreon. Yeah, <laughs> we did it. We did it. We finally launched our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Ajuma, mm-hmm. I believe. Show. Ajuma Show? Yeah. Okay, so go to our Patreon. Um, how it works is you get... So let's explain yeah. what Patreon is. Patreon oh. is a way that you can support us and the stuff we do. So obviously we've been doing this show, Anji, almost three years. That's crazy. We started the show January t- 2017. <sighs> and it's December 12th right now. So it's about to be three goddamn years of free ass content. <laughs> Literally every week. You bitches week. have been coasting for too long. <laughs> too long. <laughs> it's time to pay up. <laughs> no, of course, we're going to keep bringing it to you yeah. free. But those of you who do have $5, $10 here and there to give a month, it's a subscription. You get to support us as yes. artists. And uh, you know what? This content's free, but it's not free to make. We have hosting fees. Mm-hmm. We have like website shit. We travel. You're in LA now. Yeah. And we do live shows. Yes. We do like, we make merch and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it this $5 would super help us. And that's the Ajima Blitz level bronze. Okay. Because <laughs> of my Tetris Blitz addiction that yes. I continue to. <laughs> Goodness gracious. So with the $5 a month, you get a gorgeous, I mean, I, I've seen these pins. They're, they're gorgeous. They're gorgeous. Ajima pin mailed to you. Yes. Okay. Shipping and handling included. We'll, we'll handle both of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, access to advance notice of all our live shows. So, so you, you could get, get tickets early. So you're not on this fucking wait list. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, access to Patreon exclusive merch. So then, when we put out more merch, you guys will o- you it will only be available to you guys. Yes, and we have our engineer Phil, who is also an animator, a gifted illustrator animator, yes. and he's creating all our beautiful Ajima branding yes. merch. Oh mm-hmm. my god, it's so cute! Yeah, it's really <laughs> cute. Yeah. And then finally, access to some behind the scenes audio. Every month, we're going to be putting out some tea, some shade, so you can have some with your sugar. Yes. If you have, if you if you indulge in white sugar. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which no one here does except for me. <laughs> yeah, LA is very anti white sugar. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, there's a $10 a month, um, which is the Ajima Blitz Silver. Uh, which is all the stuff in the bronze plus some extra stuff. You get Ajima Tote mailed yes. to you. To, I, we should, okay, climate change is real. Yeah. And we need to be doing our part. Yeah. Stop asking for fucking plastic and paper bags. Bring yeah. your own goddamn bag. Take it also, to the store. Yeah, take it to yoga. Yeah. Whatever you're doing. Whatever you're doing. Just get, put it in the tote. Yes. And then it's going to have a Ajima, it'll be Ajima branded and people are going to think that's so funny, it's so cool and like you're expressing your Koreanness. Hello. In like a very chic, cool way. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, and then you're getting all the stuff from the bronze and also the Ajima tote and the Patreon exclusive content, audio and emails. Okay, okay. jokes. Okay, content. <laughs> and then of course, $15 a month. I know that sounds like a, bo- a lot, but it's literally one cocktail. <laughs> If you're, if, imagine if you were hanging out with me and Unji yeah. once a month and you were like, oh, let me get you a gin and tonic for both of us, not each of us. Oh my gosh. So we'd have to split the gin and we'd tonic? We'd have to split the gin and tonic. How cheap is that? That's, that's rude. That's f- <laughs> First of all, listener, that's fucking rude of you. That's rude because you slurp faster. I do slurp. I drink fast, eat fast. <laughs> me too. Yeah. Like really some, some yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, when I was in Korea, I was talking about, because, like, my family would all sit down, like, for a huge meal, and it would be done in, like, not not a joke, like, 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Then, no one's talking. No one's talking. And I asked my aunt, I was like, do you all Korean eat fast? And she chuckled. And she's like, yeah, we they, they do we do eat fast. Yeah. There's no talking. There's no water. There's just eat. Yeah. But she's like, but 
우리 like 특별히 mm. like like we eat we specifically eat very quickly in my family. The Kims. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All of the Kims. All the Kims. <laughs> All 26 tribes of Kims. We eat fast. And then, of course, um, the Ajima Blitz Level Gold, uh, yes. the $15, what you'll get is the Ajima pin, an Ajima tote, and an Ajima t-shirt of your size yes. mailed to you. Yes. Shipping and handling, hun. Okay. Uh, events notice to our live shows, Patreon exclusive merch, obviously, um, exclusive behind the scenes audio, content emails, and also you're going to get a kick-ass Korean shout out on the pod. Pretty and cool. even if you're not Korean. Yeah. You're gonna get a kick-ass Korean shout out. You're gonna be a a, a fuck honorary yeah. a fuck friend of Korean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so come on, fuckers. <laughs> so that's Patreon.com/slash Ajima Show. Um, this is a really great way for you guys to support us. If you want, if you don't want, you could keep listening for free. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not mad. I'm not mad, but, but I'm disappointed. disappointed. <laughs> Which might be on that Patreon exclusive merch. <laughs> now that we did all the fucking shilling, let's get to the show. Yeah. So you've been doing some traveling. Yes, I've been doing some traveling. Yeah. It's fine. What have you learned? What have I learned? Yeah. In New York, people are stressed. Yes. <laughs> and that's it. I mean, it's it, LA is... Did it, want, did it make you want to move there and do work? I would definitely want to move there really? more than LA. Wow, okay. But I mean, LA, I'm telling you, being here, I've forgotten that it's... I've been here um, a couple of times. Mm -hmm. I hate the driving. I hate the traffic. Mm -hmm. But also, it's become more neighborhoody than it ha was. Yeah, like five year, five six years ago, it was it didn't look the way that it does now. Also, five six years ago, you didn't know as many people here. That's true. That's so true. So now that your actual friends live here, mm -hmm. it's more of a contextualized playground as yes. opposed to like. Whoa, a foreign city with no infrastructure. <laughs> and that has insane traffic all the time. All the time. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I told you, too, yeah. when you were getting off the airport and you were texting me, like, what should I do? I yeah. was like, take the train because between four to seven, you cannot drive here. There's no point in driving. So that's why, like, when you're in L.A., you do, like, you set your hours based on, like, what time of day your meeting is. And then that's the whole day. You that's, can't go anywhere. You can't do two meetings. That's insane. I know. That's like that's but like that's, treating traffic patterns like a natural disaster. It is. Like, like, <laughs> there should like be three tornado. fire alarms. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we can't help it. It's just coming in. Yeah. Like batten the hatches, yeah. go inside. That's like, it. <laughs> Like it's just a an evil we have to deal with. That's insane. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, it's that's just how it is, and it's like in Chicago when there's a polar vortex, like you right, just the cold, yeah, the cold. The, the, you just don't go swimming that day. You know what I mean? Like it's just <laughs> <When> it's cold. <laughs> you really want to, you but just you can. work around it. Every <laughs> place that you live has a thing. Yes, you know? yes, yes. Like Chicago, you could freeze to death here. You'll be stuck in traffic and you'll Die. roid rage, you know, road rage to death. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Um, I, I didn't notice that, but I mean, like I, the I, the the vibe here is chill. Yeah, it's casual. It the speed is so slow yeah. because of that traffic, and also because every day feels the same. Yeah. So there's no urgency of changing of times, changing of seasons. No. Like the only seasons in LA pilot is pilot season <laughs> and episodic. <laughs> That is insane. Yeah. I will say that, like, they, I don't even see. There's no black. There's no black people. No. <laughs> well, that a little bit. Um, yeah. but, but there's also no people do not wear black. People don't wear black here. No. 
Like I that's very New felt York. so edgy. I had uh, my black leather jacket. And I was like, people were like, oh, she must be here from New York. And I'm like, oh, is she Parisian? Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm from <laughs> Chicago. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very friendly. Do you want to talk to me? <laughs> but like, even today, like my, my I'm wearing a black turtleneck. Like people, I was like, oh, I looked so stark. Yeah. Not only compared to like the environment, but to other people. Everyone's yeah. like wearing white sneakers. Yeah. Or like training gear, yeah. colorful. Yeah, it's a very colorful city. Yeah, I mean, it was. It's just chill. Yeah, I'm not chill. <laughs> You're very not chill. Yeah, I'm cool. But I am not, not chill. No, not known for the chill. <laughs> so it's like a little. Yeah, it takes a while to like. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 for sure. You've become more chill. I've become more chill. Yeah. I mean, the city has really forced me to shut the fuck up and just lean back and wait. <laughs> Yeah. And I, I, you know, we were talking about this. We both have like a very uh, impatient energy. Coupe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, coupe. So like I, I want things done now. Yeah. And no Yesterday. one around me. Yeah, exactly. And no one around me has the same energy. So I've like, everyone looks at me like I'm fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, so I have I had to like take a step back. But um, speaking of taking a step back, I just went to Vegas for my birthday. I know. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it was uh I lost four hundred fifty dollars, but um <laughs> Yeah. Which, Are which you is, serious? Yeah, which is fifty dollars less than what I plan to lose. So when I go to Vegas, I always have like a certain amount of money yeah. that I take with me and I go, This is the cash I'm gonna play with. And if I lose it, okay. If I win, okay. It's just it's like when you um hire an escort, you don't hire them for sex, you hire them for the time. Okay? Yeah. So what? <laughs> That's so, not an analogy that movie. <laughs> no, but I'm paying four hundred fifty dollars to time. play for, yeah. to time, yeah. not to win. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like not so to, not to not to come. <clears throat> yeah, but yeah. to fuck to fuck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I fucked them tables up, <laughs> and my bank account shows it. Um, what do you like to play? Craps. Really, I love game rolling the dice. Yeah. Ooh, I mean, it's all game of chance, but I but, like, like. There's no skill there. What dice? Cra- yeah. The, the only skill is you um, making strategic bets per roll. Right, right, right. That's it. And in craps, like there's so many ways to win and okay. also to lose. Yeah. But that's why I like it because it's like cocaine to me. You know, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like oh, this way. If someone rolls a dice, you uh-huh. can bet on almost every single outcome possible. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So it's very. It's different than like blackjack, where it's like get to twenty one or yeah. bust. You know, like it's too like linear for yeah, me. Yes. Like I need like. A more scattershot, yeah, three dimensional <laughs> way to lose my money. <laughs> but uh, we went and uh, uh, we took some acid and watched Cirque du Soleil. Cool, Ka. yeah, it was so fucking cool. Yeah, have you ever seen a Cirque show? No. Oh my it's, god, it's kind of scary to me. Why? Um, the clownery. Yeah, and like the people's bodies. It's like yeah. it like if really sinewy. Yeah, it like <laughs> makes me feel like that. I we are not the same species. Oh yeah, we're <laughs> definitely not the same yeah, species. Like I don't feel like I. You know, like, these people are like French Canadian. Like monsters. I don't. We're not. Yeah, like the the definition of a species is that you're able to fuck and have offspring. Procreate. Yeah. I would not be able to fuck. No, 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 they're like aliens. Yeah, yeah. If if one of these um, fucking acrobats fucked you, yeah, your their semen would poison your uterus. Yes, I yeah. would be. Oh, maybe I'm kind of into that. <laughs> <laughs> poison me, baby. <laughs> Stop my periods. Please. Get early menopause. Yeah. 
No, but yeah, we went to see them. I I saw uh, another show called Mystere long, long time ago, like ten years ago with my family. Okay, and it was fine. Yeah, it was fun. Um, but this one was insane. So, and on the poster outside, it says this costs one hundred sixty-five million dollars. It literally tells you how much it costs, and I remember looking at it, going I like, love that. "That is so bold." I love that energy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like that's like I love. Like I am. I like I used to do that when I was single. I was like, "I am. You must be this. Exp- you must make this much money to ride this ride." Ah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like you know, like that sort of like. Like this is what minimum. The, yes, yeah. This is this level of show barrier to entry. Yes, mm-hmm. be like be aware that this is a very expensive, very good show. Yeah, I love that swagger. I love it, and I I thought it was like, oh, of course, me. I was like, well, let's see. I'll be the you know judge of that if it's worth it. <laughs> and we and then went- you try to go in with your little swagger. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's. I'll, I'll be the judge of that. Yeah, I have fifty dollars left, and <laughs> we went in, and our brains were completely blown apart. Wow. They have. It's the, first of all, it's the biggest theater I've ever seen in my life. Like truly, what's the biggest theater you've ever been in? Chicago. Yeah, it was Chicago Theater Times Four. Wow. Huge, mega. Like it's all. It's not in the round. Is it in the round? It's not in the round. No. Are you serious? Yeah. It's not in the round. It's a little less like vertically raked. So it's, it's more of a gradual. Okay. But um, the proscenium yeah. of the theater is like quadruple the size. And they have this hydraulic machine that looks like a, like a military grade machine that they it basically lowered and raised this um, platform, this state, this floating stage. Holy so shit. they had two different floating stages that would rotate. And these fucking circus people would be clipped on and the stage would turn vertically. Holy shit. And they would be doing their show on a vertical stage. Sideways. Yeah, and the whole thing was um like two tribes like fighting each other, like good versus evil. Yeah. And they would be having literal battles vertically on the stage and uh and they things were projected so every time they stepped on the stage yeah. like there would be like ripples it was so insane crazy especially on acid oh you, my god you're different now right i'm completely changed <laughs> i'm mormon <laughs> we're actually in salt lake city we've been lying to you. <laughs> yes <laughs> peter's run away to the mormon church I, i'm wearing a full underwear outfit <laughs> But it was incredible. It was so, um, it really made me want to get strong, <laughs> to be fit. Because I was like, there are, like what you said, species, yeah. there are like humans yes. that are in this type of shape that could do this type of physicality. And I'm sitting Ooh. here fucking screaming into a microphone every I mean, week. So, so, I, sometimes I can't get up. Like, you know, when I'm what like laying, sometimes when I'm laying down, oh. I cannot get up. You don't have the core. Yeah. I have to roll <laughs> yeah. and then push myself up. <laughs> like, I work out, but yeah. it's like still no core, baby. No. Oh, but it was truly like, I I, I am changed. I, I really have a respect for physical prowess. Yeah, yeah, now. yeah. And before I was like, whatever, like I'm, I'm a comedian. I could be fat, you yeah. know, like. <laughs> It adds to it, you know, like, and now I'm like, oh no, there's, there's so much potential in the human body. Yeah. 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 So, I have an obligation. Yeah. As a person who is healthy and yeah. Yeah. Like I, it's not like I can't be fit. Yeah. Like I, ugh, I don't know. I, this sounds very LA. I know. Yeah. But like, ugh. I don't want to say it, but because you're a Mormon now, but 
I want abdominals. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it was very fun, but also, um, my partner, Eric and I yeah. are, we're on acid and when you're on acid, you really like step back and like fi- f- figure out your life sure, and yeah, like yeah. you get very con- contemplative and. Oh yeah. I mean, it's the, yeah. Yeah. And, um, we, st- we talked a lot about, um, something we've been going through, which is professional jealousy. Right. And he and I, um, you know, are in the same industry and professional jealousy is something you have to deal with. Like there's no other way around it. And even between friends, like yes. we have to be able to say like, fuck, I'm jealous of you. I, you know, like, and that's okay. I think it's, we're so afraid to say I'm jealous, you know, like, and yes. it, it's because you don't want to like seem it's an ugly less feeling. Than, it's an ugly feeling. Tell me why. Jealousy. When's the last time you've been jealous? Like last week when I was in New York. <laughs> <laughs> of who? Stephen Colbert? No, 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 no. It was like, it was like social media is very mm. dangerous, mm, mm, mm. you know, because there's a, but it's also, there's so many people doing shit for free mm. on social media, specifically Twitter. Mm. And like you see them gain a certain amount of clout and fame and you think that it means something, yeah. but it's just an empty, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I, I got, I was jealous. I was yeah. jealous. It's not a, it's not a pretty, you don't, I don't feel good about myself when I'm jealous. Of course. Like that's I think that's ugly. inherently what it is. Yeah. Is the jealousy is, 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 uh, ins- I don't know what to say, inspired, but it, it's because of someone else's life. Yes. Like on social media. But what it really is, is a reflection of my life. Yes. And, and where the fuck I am. And if, if literally lights, sheds light on the darkest parts of like your insecurities. Yes. And, and your like, self, lack of self-worth. Yeah. Because the thing is you, that's shit that you keep a, put away. Because if you think about it all the time, you're going to go insane. You're going to spiral. Yeah. So yeah. you put it away <laughs> yeah. and then something sparks it. And then all of a sudden there's a huge flame and it, and it lights up those yeah. darkest recesses. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden you feel that. And that's that's the part that's so ugly because that's shit you keep hidden away for a reason. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So like, for me personally, I hate that feeling. Yeah, me and too. yeah, I hate it. So I. How I mean, do you deal with it? Well, how do you we've, engage? We talked about this a lot, and I think because we've talked about it, I feel ready for that feeling. Mm. I I know that it's like okay, this is jealousy. Put it away. Mm-hmm. Focus on the things that you do mm-hmm. always, right? That you do well. That you do well. Yeah. And that has nothing to do with you. Right. Put that away. Yeah. That has nothing to do with you. Yeah. Their success is their success. Good on them. Right. Love and to on see social it. media, I'd love to it's see very it. hard, but it's also very easy to go, okay, close it. Yes. Close but, it. But when you live with someone you're jealous with, Oof. that's hard. Yeah. And you know, Eric and I have been together almost five years now. So we have to have these real conversations of like, I don't feel good about my life. I don't feel good about my career. And what he ended up, what we ended up talking about actually Mm -hmm. is that he's not literally jealous of what I'm doing. He's jealous of how certain I am of the moves I make and how I don't hesitate and I don't second guess myself. Yes. And that's what he's jealous of. And we finally got to that core. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's great. Because that's something we can work on. Yes. We can help you on a day-to-day to be more decisive, to trust your gut more, to t- 
to leap yeah. and to be bold. Yes. And that's something that he was feeling for so long that he's not doing. And he sees yes. me doing all the time. Right. So I, I'm glad that we had this conversation because it was causing like uh, for a few months, like a lot of pressure in the household what do you what kind of pressure like just like simple stuff like i'll come in and be like hi you know like oh i'm going to do this show and then you know he would be like okay uh, you know have fun and he's literally trying hard to be happy for me but yeah. all i could see behind his eyes is what the fuck i don't have a show i'm not doing this i'm not doing that like but he never like he's never voicing it okay and finally once it's been voiced. Yeah. Like once you name the demon, you're good to go. Right. You know, you can dispel it. But if you keep trying to hide him and hide that f- the thing, the truth of it, it starts boiling up in ho- horrible places. And then you get mad, like little things like, you know, like I'll be driving. It's like, oh, why are you driving like that? It's like, is this about me driving or is it about the, <laughs> about the fact that you're not doing enough with your life? You know, like... <laughs> <laughs> and also I'm very obtuse and so I had to come to terms with okay you are feeling like this I have to be more sensitive and patient yes. about how you feel and to make sure that you are lifted up and you have time to be celebrated and you have a space that you feel safe in as opposed to like always feeling like you're in my shadow yeah I mean like it's also like tough when you can't do that emotional work for your partner. I know. I mean, like, because, you know, when my husband was, when we were having this, like, exact same, my husband was jealous of my happiness. Yeah. Like, he was jealous of the fact that I was finding fulfillment in what I do. Yes. And he didn't feel that. Yes. We, we spoke about this. Yes. yes. exactly. And so that That's is, exactly what yes, I'm going through. Yeah. So I don't... I can't do that for him. Right. I can't help him find meaning in what he does. Right. And like, that is some shit that he's got to do. What we came with the agreement that we reached together was that's what the fuck is happening. And it's not something fundamentally wrong with us. Exactly. Right. And that's usually what it is. Yes. It's usually something that's unspoken and that you're harboring resentment. Yes. And then it builds and builds and builds and then it comes out in different places. And and the thing is finding meaning in your work and what you finding joy, that's mm-hmm. like lifelong shit. That's, that's like daily practice yeah, shit. Yeah. That's like that's not oh, we've figured it out. Yeah. I think it's because of kind of the nature of what we do. We have to do that every day. Literally. Like cuz it's very easy to give up, say fuck it all. And we have to do it every day. Most people don't do that. They yeah. are not confronted. Most people clock in, clock out. Yeah. And they are not confronted with the banality mm. and asinine nature of what they do <laughs> on a daily basis <laughs> and have to delude themselves into continuing to do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, like, it's yeah. truly, like, if we were, either of us were ever take a beat and think about what we're doing, it's embarrassing. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not doing that at I all. I won't ask There's us to. No, 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 we're not doing that. I'm not yes. stepping out of my delusion for a second to work on my mental health and G, right? This is not what this is about. <laughs> but I mean, like, that's the thing. We do it every day. We recommit. Recommit the, every day. Yeah, yeah. To the Because we thing. have to get on that platform, yes. on that stage, on that mic, and you have to go in full commitment yeah. or you're done. You're done. The second you don't commit to your bit, People are like, no, we don't want that. I mean, even inside of an audition, anything. Yes. Anything. Especially auditions. Yes. Yeah. It's gonna, you're just going to embarrass yourself, and then that's it. Bye. You feel shitty. They feel shitty about watching you do shitty. Yeah. Like, you know, everybody's <laughs> shitty. Yeah. And I think most of life for 
like most of life is like you don't you're not confronted with that it yeah. becomes a, just like a it just seeps in through the edges yeah and then all of a sudden you were like 45 and you're like what the fuck oh my god but that's it that's and the thing is it's good that he is confronting it now now Yes, exactly. You know, and I'm so said, proud of him. Yeah. And I'm, I'm proud of us it. as a couple to, to have there. this conversation yes. and not and get through the hard part, which is, hey, I am seeing this. I am hearing this. Yes. Let's talk about it. Yes. That's the hardest part. And then you realize that once you put it on the table, you breathe yeah. and then you and it becomes less scary. And then, and then it's about the, doing the work. Yeah, exactly. And so like it, things have gotten immeasurably better because, yeah, my husband is doing the work. Like yeah. he's like trying. He's gotten to a place with it and he's finding new he's like starting new projects you know like oh that's great he's doing the goddamn work yeah. and not just the emotional work but the literal physical labor of, of like doing something different yeah finding fulfillment in what he wants breaking to out of your yes pattern yeah well i'm glad that we both got to that place yeah. we went through that similar thing and i'm i'm excited for my boyfriend's journey and also our journey yeah. as a couple i think we're evolving year five <laughs> and it never ends like it, no, and it people doesn't. think of like relationships and love as this like kind of like um like it's it's always gonna be in stasis like you're gonna fall in love and that's just it like no. rom-com style and it's like no the the whole thing about relationship is that every day you work on it. It's, it's not fun. It's not fun, but <laughs> at least you're not alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Every time I like go to a mic and just hear all the shit about Tinder, I'm like, God damn. damn. <laughs> do I, do that? <laughs> I do not want to have people just jizz in my face all the time. It's just oh, like, oh my God. Your but, face. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it seems to be a disproportionate number. Um, but I, you know, the aside from like, this is a, a book about um, love by Bell Hooks, mm. and she talks about what actual love is is like wanting the spiritual well-being of another person. Yeah, like that. That is very important to you. Yeah. Can I tell you something? We went for my birthday. Yeah. And we had this whole talk and yeah. whatever. And I was acting like a fucking maniac in yeah. Vegas because Vegas, when I go to Vegas, I turn into a fucking demon because I know how much money I'm spending on stupid shit. Yeah. Like everything's overpriced. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, they do yeah. it. It's like resort shit. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So when like I do tend to like be very diva ish when I <laughs> everywhere I go and <laughs> your face when you said that. <laughs> Listeners, you need to know he is a demon. I, I am a demon. <laughs> he was being so you were being so coy. <laughs> I mean, truly, the waiter came over to us. We were in Hell's Kitchen, okay. Gordon Ramsay's Hell's yeah, yeah, from yeah. the fucking TV show. Yeah, yeah. And the waiter comes around. He's like, "Hey, folks, blah blah, doing this spiel." And I was like, "Um, it's my birthday today." And he was like, "Oh, happy birthday!" And I was like, "Yeah." So if there's anything you can do, um, I'll take anything. If you guys want to come around and sing or do something weird, I'm ready to be embarrassed. Diva, that's actually insane. Wait, what? I can't fucking ask for that in Las Vegas in Hell's Kitchen. I can't be like, come I'm sing ready for me. To be embarrassed. <laughs> come on. But anyway, and the waiter just looks at me. He's like, okay, we don't sing here. This yeah. isn't fucking TJ Fridays. Yeah. And at the end of the meal, they bring a little like cake. Okay. And then, um, uh, like a little candle, and then, um. 
he didn't sing and <laughs> eric like was so nice he like sang happy birthday yeah. really quietly yeah. and then um, and then he goes <laughs> really quietly, really quietly <laughs> because he hates embarrassment i love it yeah i live for it yeah yeah and he goes um Me too. A, i think it's funny i think it's so yeah. funny and uh he goes make a wish babe and i like think about a wish and i go and then i'll tell you right now just between us this should be on the patreon honestly it's so fucking deep secret but i'll tell you right now yeah my wish was for eric's happiness <gasps> So I know exactly what you mean yeah. about the bell hooks thing. Yeah. Like you love is wanting someone else's spiritual well-being. Yeah. That's love. Yeah. Because that was my birthday wish. I could have one day out of the year, I could have wished something for myself, yeah. but I wished something for my love. Yeah. Yeah. What did you do? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. With that, we'll be right back. <laughs> This is Roy Choi. What's up, y'all? Tonight, it's the guy who invented the Korean taco. It's Chef Roy Choi. Roy Choi is the original food truck guy. Originally from South Korea, inspired by the streets of LA, and of course. And then, and then obviously the food itself was just another layer of street, right? Okay, so like when you pick another city, whether it's like Chicago or New York, you can pick maybe one iconic food, right? In LA, because we were so big and there's so many different neighborhoods, you couldn't really say whether or not this thing or that thing or this thing represented LA. What Kogi did was kind of bring all those things together. A taco, barbecue, Korean food, a salad, healthy dining, lots of aromatics, lots of vegetables, all these things together into one thing and it tasted like LA. And we're back. And we're back. Hope you're enjoying these interstitials that our engineer Phil is doing for us. They're really cute, huh? Yeah, they're, yeah, they're very fun. cute. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> All right, so we got some topics to talk about today. Uh, first and foremost, I'm going to talk about um, this article that I read about Donald Trump. Apparently, during the North Korea talks and after, like, um, they met in Singapore and everything, and it was yeah. like it was really like going downhill. Yeah. Um, He's not good. No. <laughs> He's actually bad. Yeah. <laughs> actually, Trump is bad. Um, <laughs> wow, a hot take. Save it for the Patreon. <laughs> but here's the thing. This is something that we never heard about until recently. There was a book that came out uh, called Trump and His Generals, calling The Cost of Chaos. And yet another tell-all book from yeah. the White House has come out. But um, Which I started reading A Warning uh-huh. uh, by Anonymous. Yeah, yeah. And it's... It's just like salacious, okay. but it's really troublesome. Just like reading it, but really, it's just too much. It's like he's a complete buffoon. Like our our republic is tearing at the seams. It's blown apart. Like it's it's Black Friday and everyone's full as fuck. You know what I mean? And the buttons have popped. <laughs> and in this book uh, by. National security and counterterrorism expert Peter Bergen. Yeah. He details that Donald Trump once called for the population of Seoul to be moved during an Oval Office meeting oh when God. the tensions were getting too high between U.S. and North Korea. Yeah. And they're like, we need to get everyone out. And also, he said, we're going to pull all the U.S. servicemen out. And his, his NSC people, Security Council, were like, we can't do that because that's going to be a signaling of war for North Korea. Of course. 
course. Yeah. And North Korea is going to be like, oh, you're pulling out of South Korea? We taking over, bitch. We have all these fucking men ready to fight and die for us. And we have all these fucking nukes. And we're going to fucking take over our country once again, finally. Because North Korea is still in this mindset of the West has fucked our country. Yeah. They're actively in. At a, we are still in a war. Yes. It is called an armistice, but yeah. we're at war. Yeah. It's this, not peace. It's not peace. It's definitely war. And... um. There was a friction between Washington and Pyongyang, and uh, the leadership was uh, in North Korea were threatening to resume missile tests, and Trump and Kim Jong-un were going back and forth. Now Trump has resurrected the nickname of Rocket Man because he's a fucking idiot, yeah. and all he does is name call. Yes, yes. This is like a fucking fourth grade bully as yes, president. Yes, yes. It's so, it's, he's giving purple nurples to... <laughs> Kim Jong-un. You know what I mean? Like wet willies. You know, purple nurple is now, is like a, that is, I was talking about mooning. Mooning uh-huh. people, that's a sexual assault now. <gasps> is it? Yeah, it's like now, you, you, can't, you can't have fun like that anymore, people. Wow. Keep your, keep your butts covered. Oh my God. <laughs> I didn't realize it was that bad. Yeah. What? I was going to get sugar, but I'm like, oh, we're doing this right now. Yeah, we're doing a fucking podcast. <laughs> when she just literally stood up to go get sugar from my cabinet and the bitch is too short to reach the top cabinet. I'll get it for you during the next break. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Anyway, just like in a warning by anonymous, this uh, author talks about how the, um, the people around him are literally disobeying his orders. Yeah. They have to, they have to, or else we'll be in WW3. Yeah, I mean, they're patriots. That's what I mean. There are people that inside of the public, inside of our government, that are try- saving our lives every day. Jesus like, Christ. Directly disobeying the, a, an executive order because they understand that this executive yeah. is insane. Insane. And um, the, the, he literally said they, accord, like uh, referring to the people of Korea, <laughs> They have to move, he said. He said, no, 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 this is not going to happen. Dude, we ha- they have to move. And literally, they, the NSC came back and said, if you start moving people, there will be casualties, inflicting mass casualties of up to 25 million Koreans if you do this. And he was like, I don't care. They have to move. And they were like, okay. And they said, okay. And then they just left the room and yeah. did not execute his order. Yeah. Isn't that fucking crazy? That's insane. <laughs> We're like we're down to a handful of patriots protecting our republic at all costs. This is a dire situation. You know what it's like? He's like he is uh just kidding. He's like a just kidding. He's a JKer. Yeah. Yeah. Like just kidding. Like oh, I said horrible f- like just kidding. It's like that's what that's how these patriots are saving things. We're like, this guy does not mean. He's a buffoon. Yeah. He does not mean anything he's saying. Yeah. Don't listen to him. Don't listen to him. Yeah. It's like having like the crazy harabaji. Yeah. And he has Alzheimer's and he's like saying crazy, like nasty shit, like hitting on his own daughter in law and yeah. shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, That's I'm insane. like, I'm scared, but I'm glad. I'm happy for our patriots. And thank you so much for keeping us safe from our own leader. I mean, this is the thing. That's like, it's a situation that because of the steady hand of the State Department and the way that like the South Korean economy and the U.S. government, like in our military have like 
cooperated for all these years it's been a relatively sort of stable situation given how unstable the leadership in north korea has been right this is evidence of like what happens when two nation actors are i wonder if there's if this is happening in north korea too like maybe kim jong-un saying crazy ass shit and then the people around him are going oh of course and then then they don't you know they don't turn the key on the nuke i think so Oh my god. We're in the same bo- We're in the same boat. fucking boat. We might as well be North Korea. <laughs> That's insane. I bet we have less homeless uh, they have less homeless people in North Korea. Yeah, because they probably don't allow people to be homeless. <laughs> They're like, if you're gonna be homeless, you're gonna go to the labor camp. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like we we have rocks to crush. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Yes. <laughs> Okay, um, mine is about uh, conscription in South Korea. Mm. There's like, um, in conscription means what? That the draft. Oh, the draft. Yeah. Oh, the two-year like, service yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Like yeah. every single South Korean male is obligated by law to go serve two years in the army. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's like it's always like a big deal when K-pop stars have to like shave their head. Yeah, and, and like you have to go into the army, and yeah. they always like try to like delay it. Like my friend dated this like chipper type. Mm person Ooh. yeah and he was at uh, studying at columbia i mean she was like an, he was like an international student at columbia paying full price like you yeah. can imagine right <laughs> rich <laughs> i mean ca- i cannot even imagine paying full price columbia yes what is that like a hundred grand a year um yeah i mean like Something given like that, that yeah like columbia university grand? like staying at the dorm like you're not getting any financial aid R- right and just a spending money yeah. in manhattan for four years insane it's yes. gotta be over a hundred grand a year okay, yeah yeah so like he when he avoided he didn't go back so then it was like news. he dodged he dodged oh my and then it was like big deal there was like stuff in the newspapers about it like he was like that level of chipper. <gasps> wow because it's like a thing right Pri- yeah, people of privilege, privilege. It, ha- it happens here like you send someone in your place my Tr- dad Trump- uh uh dodged good yeah <laughs> <laughs> Good for like, him. He had the yeah, money. Yeah, good. <laughs> yeah. Get out of it. If like, I if if I was from a rich family, I'd be like, "Fuck that. Pay yeah. the government off." Yeah, we're I above mean, the law. My dad, my dad uh, served, and uh, it, I don't think it helped. It it made him hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he is uh, uh, technically a black belt now, but it's also like, why does he need that? For what? <laughs> for yeah. What? When is he ever going to exercise self defense via kicks and punches? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Hand-to-hand combat. <laughs> yeah. As he like... I mean, it did come in handy because of how many times they have been robbed in America. <laughs> did he use his taekwondo no, too? No, but I mean, I think oh. it's like it... Well, sort of. But like usually... Um, yes, he has. But it's also he is like very unafraid mm. of violence. Gotcha, yeah. And I think that comes from that experience, okay. right? You yeah, know, so yeah. it's that's fine. But um so there's because of the plummeting um population, mm. there is like a kind of a crisis happening with the um conscription service. So like there's like oh. Korean Americans that like somehow basically if you anyone mm-hmm. is in the family in the register, <laughs> like you have to go. So there's this uh, story about this guy who's a Korean American who oh who went like to visit and then they stopped him yes I, that's happened to a friend of mine yes oh my god when we were in, in uh college or yes. something yeah and like like the fact that your name is here your family <gasps> yes. is of here and you're there and you're of age you will be conscripted whoa so like um 
like so thousands more ethnic korean residents in the country made us uh like they're <laughs> there's like a downward demographic spiral they need people yeah so they're like just and they getting... don't they're not asking women it's no. only men no okay yeah i mean they korea stays gendered <laughs> yes of course. um but his, his birth um he was born in the States, had been registered in the family registry by persons unknown in Korea, and that made him eligible to serve, even though he was born yeah. in America. It's probably his harabaji or something who was like, oh, his name is going yes. on the record. Koreans love fucking putting people on record. <laughs> we love that shit. We love familial lines. <laughs> we love ancestry. <laughs> so, like, it's it's like unpopular. No one wants to send their sons to this. It's really hard. They have to spend yeah. time away from their families. There's no money and it's two years. Yeah. It's also it's like created this weird thing where all the men that serve, they go back so everyone is a uh, Opa, when they go to college. Right, right. And then everyone but they're young they're like all the female uh students are younger. Right, right, right. It's just an interesting like power it creates this <clears throat> like power dis- disparity. Yeah. And so he had to go and like he doesn't really speak any Korean. Oh my god. So he's like probably being made fun of yes. by the other like Kunin. Yes. And, yes. Uh. So like and then also this guy, there's another example of this like he's a US based writer mm. <laughs> and he discovered that his wife um, holds South Korean nationality, like her uh, citizen, she's a South Korean citizen. So his son <gasps> is now eligible. No. Yes. Even though he's naturalized here. Yes. Oh my God, that's crazy. People, so you have to denounce your citizenship in yes. order to get out of that? Yes. That is so fucked. Isn't that crazy? But you have Korean citizenship, right? I, or yes, did you I denounce? Have, I, I did not revoke. So I never So renewed. your son then is eligible. Seoul. Maybe. If he goes to Korea. Maybe. Oh my God, isn't that scary? Yes. Oh, <laughs> so a second crazy. generation Koreans residing in Korea, regardless of where they were born, and even if they emigrated overseas as toddlers, must undertake military. Oh Korean. my God. Well, Korean Americans, you heard it. Do not go back to Korea if you have any type of registry. <laughs> if you're a man, if you're a woman, go back to Korea, whatever. Go, like have fun. have fun. But if you're a man. And, but this just goes back to like what you're describing is like the situation is so volatile. So volatile. And it's like, I think that I hope, I think that in our lifetime, you will see peace only if Me only, beca- if only because South Korea's population is so, I mean, if us pulls out South Korea is a sitting deck. Yes. We, we have no defense. No. I mean, and there's no, I mean, we're getting, like a fucking John Kim's from like, um, what is it? From Torrance. That's oh not helping. God. <laughs> you know, like that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> like 18-year-old John Kim yeah, from Torrance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who the closest thing he's been to Korea is the boba shop. Yeah. yeah. You know, like he's not, he doesn't speak Korean. Know. He knows like, umma. Like yeah. he knows that. And yeah. like he knows how to play uh, Call of Duty. Like that's not, it's not good. No. So I think that this this one for me is like the situation becoming untenable. It's like weird how it's all kind of like coming to a coming to a head. Yeah. Yes. Well, we'll see what happens, but uh, it's a precarious situation. And stay safe out there, folks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back with our kick-ass Koreans. Okay, I gotta get out. Sure. <laughs> Chego Burger Exhibit A. It has a Thai chili sauce. It has basil. It has fried shallots. It's almost like eating a Thai meal or a Southeast Asian meal on a burger. And we season both sides with the chili salt that we make. 
Um, so we use a grass-fed burger, but we use an old sesame, just greasy spoon bun. Oh, we put a pineapple on there, oh, too. Nice. Just want this thing to be devoured. Yeah. We do a coconut mayonnaise, coconut sesame mayonnaise. This is a Thai chili sauce that we make. We put some cilantro, wild arugula, Thai basil. Squeeze a little bit of lemon juice on there. It's fun. It speaks the language of the youth, and it's affordable. That's like what we're all about. And we're back. Hi. It's time for Kick-Ass Korean Joe. Kia! <laughs> <laughs> all right, who do you have? Do you have? do that when, uh, do you do this? When do what, the arms? Yeah. 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 Me too. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah. It brings the Kia out of you. <laughs> You're forcing the Kia. Okay, our favorite part of the show. It's our favorite part of the show. Who do you have to shout out today? Today, I am shouting out the 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 most our most famous Korean, uh-huh. the Solongtang. <laughs> <laughs> the the Solongtang. <laughs> now, for those of us who are not Korean listening to this podcast, can you explain what Solongtang is? Solongtang is a very I don't even know. It's like it's creamy, but it's not. It's a bone broth, mm-hmm. and it's been stewed for so long that the calcium seeps out of the bones. Yes, and it's it cre- like a white it's, soup. Yeah, it's a milky, milky, creamy. It's not creamy. It's milky in color. In color. And sort of like you can thick. T- thick. Yeah. It's a, it's like the thickest broth. It takes so long. So long. You cannot almost. I don't know. Would anyone, you say it's kind of like pho, in a way? Yeah, but because it's they, like they like draw that bone marrow out of like they boil those bones for yes. like 24 hours the thing is there's no <laughs> in pho there's a lot more meat yeah it's yeah. a long time there's like two pieces two of pieces of meat <laughs> and it looks like the second piece had been chewed up by yeah. a dog <laughs> the amount the sheer lack of meat in long time yeah blows my mind how they could even serve that yeah because I mean, it's about the soup it's about the soup but yeah. it's also because it's like a very peasant food. peasant yeah. it's the fact that this is how the fact that we know that if you stew something long enough that the <laughs> the calcium will fucking seep out of bones can you imagine how long and how hungry you'd have to be yeah. to figure that shit out do you think it was a mistake like yeah, some ancient was. korean like left it on the burner and was like do 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 outside like you know fucking just doing yunori or whatever yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then came back was like oh shit <laughs> i mean it's like truly it's it is one of it is a most Korean yeah. hangover cure all. Yes, it's like for when you're sick. Yeah, like that's when I eat it, and so like, and it's very Spartan. Like there, mm-hmm. there's no panchan with it aside from gakdugi. Gakdugi. That's the only thing you get. Sometimes at like a nicer place, you get like, uh, like regular kimchi. Kimchi. Like, yeah. Yeah. You get gakdugi or kimchi, and then you get a, a bowl of scallions, coarse yeah. oh, oh scallions yeah. and coarse salt. Yes. 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 Because yes, it yes. comes unseasoned. Unseasoned. And right. you have to season it yourself. Yes. That's I love my that. favorite part. Yeah. And yes! the chili paste sometimes. Yeah. Oh, I love the chili paste. Yes, yes. So like that to me is so quintessentially Korean. Like no circ- bad circumstances shitty situation and you just like stew in it for a long time yeah and, and you get and then you thing. capitalize on yeah. it yeah and it's it's like it is sometimes is so it takes so long and it's so labor intensive that the i don't think you have to buy it at a place 
Yeah, you can't do it at home. No. So I tried at home and it stinks up the house. It's, you can't do it. You can't do it. You need like a commercial kitchen or yes. like have uh, something burning outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and this, that's why it's a little different, I think, than um, pho. Because like it's, it does take a long time, but it's like a little like the milkiness and the lack of meat. It's like a, it's such a poor person food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's, it takes a long and like it's. What I, 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 for me in in Chicago specifically, there's like two Samlong Tang places. Mm. There's Hambat, which is. I've been to Hambat. Yeah. On Lawrence. Yes. Yes. And it's very, very good. And that's where my parents go almost every weekend to get me some Samlong Tang. Oh, that's really nice. It's, they take it out and bring it to you. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what. Shout out to Hambat in Chicago because one time me and our friend Aaron Diamond went. Yeah. Because I saw Hambat and I was like, I wonder if that's the same Hambat from it is. New it York. Is. It is. And I was like, okay, we got to go, Aaron. You got to try this bon brasso. Yeah. And we ate it, and she was like, oh my, and it was like the dead of winter. Yeah, it's perfect, perfect time, you know? And we eat, 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 and it was so good. And then um, they were like, oh, we don't take credit card. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm sorry. Um, okay, I'll go p- take out cash and come yeah. back. And then they go, don't worry. Just, just come back another time. Ah! And they gave it to us for free. That's Korean. That's Korean. Yeah. That's that shit. Yeah. That's, that's- that good customer service <laughs> shit where it's like. Servicer. That's so yeah. uh, And they didn't have to do that. They'd be like, yeah, we'll no. wait for your $8. Yeah. But they were like, you know what? Just go. Just come. Just visit us again. Yes. Oh, my God. And you remembered. And guess what? I moved to L.A. <laughs> 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 I took that. I took that so long time and ran. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so please go to Hambad if yes. you're in Chicago and say that you're, you've come back for Peter Kim because you gave them for uh, uh, you gave me something for free and then you're gonna call you're gonna it's go a, it's like a Korean place of you go you go yeah. you gather yeah yeah it's great oh but, it also wait oh. it, it turns out that the uh, the legend is, is that the soup originated from an annual spring ritual mm. in which the king would boil a cow <laughs> into a soup to be shared um, but yeah the more plausible uh, explanation is that it came from the Mongols <laughs> 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 oh man okay cool my kick-ass korean um this week is someone by the name of christina kim Ooh. now christina kim uh, is uh, a writing duo with martin Jiro. okay or Jero, g-e-r-o they both write for this show called blind spot right now okay and um they both got a script commitment by okay. nbc cool. okay um and the potential series revolves around three half korean women okay who grew up straddling two cultures and identities are in a forced to pick sides between their Korean mother and their Caucasian father after the father, who is the head of a global Asian food empire, <gasps> okay, like CJ, yeah, is thrown in jail. Ooh, this is drama. This is so drama. This is so meaty. I love it. I, love I can't it. wait. And the drama will uncover dark family secrets and follow the sisters as they step out of their father's shadow to salvage their empire. Oh. Hell yeah. yeah. Christina Kim. She, uh, her uh, other writing credits include Hawaii Five-0, NCIS, Los Angeles, and Lost. Wow. wow. Flash from the past. Yeah. J.J. Abrams. So, yeah, um, that's so cool. And I guess, like, I'm just paying attention to more Korean-American writers, TV yes, writers, yes. just because, like, I'm in L.A. now. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's so cool that this 
not only are they Korean writers, but they're bringing Korean stories yes. into the zeitgeist, into the culture. So the half Korean thing is also there's so many Hapa people. There's here. so many Hapa. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm glad that they're getting represented. Too. Yeah, I mean, like yeah. especially at the King Spa, I was like, I don't know. I mean, it looked like a lot of Hapa people. King Spa or We Spa? Uh, we Spa. Oh yeah. <laughs> there is no other spa aside from the King. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> this episode sponsored by. <laughs> I know you guys. <laughs> Can we just take a second? Yeah. We haven't talked about it yet. No, no. We're sponsored by King Spa. You guys, come on, <laughs> bitch, come on. That's dreaming out loud. That's dreaming out loud, and that's exactly what we mean yeah. about be bold about what you want. And hey, yeah. you put in the work, and three long arduous years <laughs> later of you and I doing podcasts every goddamn week from yeah. two different cities, yeah. working around two different schedules with. Time changes. Yes. I mean, I, I don't want to say it, but I'm proud of us. Yes. I don't want to. <laughs> I'm not really a words of affirmation girl, yeah. but I'm proud. I am. And for those of you who don't know, we have been asking, begging, begging. King Spa, shamelessly begging, begging since day one. Yes. Because we've we we met at, in comedy, but we became friends at King Spa <laughs> in Chicago. And I remember the exact date we went yeah. because I don't know the date, but the day because we had just found out a friend of ours yeah, had passed yeah, away yeah, and yeah. in the car while yes, you were driving. Yes, yes. And I was like, oh my God, I'm feeling so, I don't know how, how to feel. And we got there and we like decompressed and blah, blah. And we bonded over that. Yeah. And then that's honestly the start of our this podcast yes. because we were like, we had so much fun. We might as well get on the this fucking mic. Yes. And talk some shit. Yes. And then do you remember who we went with? Me, you, and... Seo. Seo! Ah. Christina Seo! Yes! <laughs> who I, I haven't seen since that day. <laughs> I hope you're doing well, Christina. <laughs> but you and I became... Because we were like, oh, you know what? We're starving for some Koreanness. Yes. And it was right after the Trump uh, inauguration yes. and the trauma of... The election. The election and, and I think and, and Second City stuff. So like you I just clung to you and Christina and anyone Korean to be like, okay, I can't trust any of these fucking whiteies. <laughs> I need my people right now before I can step back into the white space. Yes. I need a safe Korean space. And we found it. And I'm so I'm so happy that we did. Yeah. And since then we've been like shamelessly as a bit. Yeah. It's slash not a bit. Yeah, asking, I mean, like, yeah. Yeah, we love it. <laughs> We've been asking King Spa to sponsor us since episode one. Yes. We had no listeners. No. <laughs> but we were asking King Spa. We had no JJ. No. We had no, uh, like, Benda, no, no. Uh, any of our, like, uh, great friends yeah. and friends of Koreans, fuckers. <laughs> we, we don't have any of those people. No. And, and we were, and we so had the, the audacity, audacity to ask. Yeah. To ask like, a corporation yes. to sponsor us. <laughs> With multiple locations. <laughs> now one opening in North Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> but here, that's proof. It, proof is in the pudding, you guys. Yeah. Just ask for what you want, work hard, and it will work out one way or the other. Yeah. It will work. You'll either figure out you don't want to do that. Hello. Or you. it'll happen. It'll happen. Yeah. So... Yeah, this has been a great episode. I'm so glad that King Spa is um, sponsoring our episode, to this LA yes, episode that yeah. you're here for. It just, it's just like everything's clicked together. Yeah. yeah. All right, do you have anything to plug before we go? <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm doing a show tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I do my show. And yeah, no, I have nothing else. I'm like really light on shows. 
Well, no, actually, no. I have three shows next week. Okay. Um, yeah. Wet Christmas at IO Theater at 10 o'clock. Um, it's a, a, a very horny Christmas that I, a, a, a sketch show I will, a sketch improvised play I will be a part of uh, on yes. Wednesday, December 18th. Cool. Awesome. Um, I have a, I'm kind of light on shows, but next Wednesday on the 18th, I'm going to be do- doing a show in LA called Stunning, Gorgeous, Beautiful. Cool. And then the 19th is Suddenly Stand Up uh, again. And it's going to be the last one of the year. We're hoping to get extended. But if, if you don't know, Suddenly Stand Up is a show that I produce at uh, with my friends and my boyfriend uh, at uh, UCB Franklin. So come out. It's We're going to headline uh, Deborah D. Giovanni, one of the funniest wow. people I've ever met. Uh, Brendan Scannell, I'm going to be doing some bits. It's going to be super fun. So please come out to that. All right. Thank you so much for listening. And of course, we love you, love you, love you. And please come to the show tonight. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye. Audio.